In our last podcast, we covered some of the basics about FMCSA's latest report on large truck and bus crashes. Fred Andersky, Director of Demo, Sales, and Service Training at Bendix, is back again to talk more about what the data means for drivers. I'm Denise Rondini. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix. This podcast series will help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. Welcome back, Fred. Good to be back, Denise. So, Fred, your advice to drivers is to be prepared. What do you mean by that? Well, really, Denise, it's the same as back in the good old days when I was a scout. And being prepared is really the concept of being ready for anything that may happen wherever you might be. As we discussed in our last podcast, the roads today are getting more difficult for truck drivers. In 2019, large trucks were involved in crashes almost every minute of every day. And regrettably, the trends aren't favorable for the future as rates grow year over year. Now, that doesn't mean that truck drivers are at fault, but it does mean that more crashes involving trucks are happening and they're happening more often. There's probably a lot of reasons why crashes are increasing, but distractions, traffic, time, and speed rate pretty high in my book. One has to keep in mind that even the best drivers may find themselves in a situation where the other guy is the one who's going to create an issue. Thus, being prepared from a driver perspective means being ready to handle the situation at hand smartly and safely. What are the four T's of driver safety? The four T's, Denise, are technique, training, tactics, and technology. So let's talk about what you mean by techniques. So technique gets to the way the driver does things when they're driving down the road. Technique intertwines the the idea of driver skill level, are you a good driver, with safety, are you a safe driver? Remember, Denise, someone can have the skill, but do they apply it safely? You know, sometimes folks with skill may take some undue risks that aren't safe, like taking turns too fast to save time, but risking a potential rollover or loss of control, or driving too close to that forward vehicle and maybe too fast for weather conditions. From my perspective, the best drivers have the best technique, high skill, which comes from practice and experience, combined with a high level of safety, which comes from a conscious effort to be safe, keeping distances, not being distracted, not speeding, etc., etc. The second T is training. What role does that play in safe driving? You know, Denise, training is really how drivers perfect technique. It's continually practicing the skill of driving a large truck. You know, Bendix has been sponsoring ATA's National Truck Driving Championships Grand Champion Award for over 10 years now. And I'll tell you, there's really no better test of driver skill than those driver rodeos and truck driving championships. But training goes beyond just driver skill. As mentioned, training also helps perfect the other half of the technique, safety. Being a safe driver means knowing how to be a safe driver. And while this includes safety courses, such things as Smith system, it also ties to knowing what the technologies, such as stability and collision mitigation systems, are on your truck and what they can and can't do and how to use them 
properly, not abuse them. And all this together helps improve safety out on the road for the driver. Great. So what's included under the tactics category? So tactics um, and being kind of a planner myself, you know, Denise, no general really goes into a battle without first having a tactical plan to figure out what they're going to do to win and to counter what they expect to happen during the course of the campaign. Same should be true for drivers out on the road. The campaign in this case is getting your load from terminal to customer and making it back home for dinner safely. It's knowing that the roads you're on are the right routes to be on. In other words, truck routes. I know that seems like common sense, but how many times have we heard about a truck collapsing a bridge, getting caught under a bridge, or taking down a phone line because of being on the wrong type of road? And it's also thinking about the situation on the road. You know, back to our battle anthology, no battle plan goes exactly as laid out. That's because things change on the battlefield during the fight, and one has to be ready to change to approach um, and fit the situation at hand. The same is true for driving on the road. What's your plan for the situation of coming up on an exit and noticing that car speeding past you to make the exit ramp? What about weather? It changes when you least expect it. So what's your contingency plan? Drivers need to be thinking about what they're going to do when the situation changes. In other words, what tactics are they ready to deploy to meet the needs of the situation safely? And that brings us to the final T, technology. What role does technology play in the safety on the roads? Technology helps the driver improve safety on the road. First, let's clarify, Denise, what technology is today. It's important to note that today, there are no truly autonomous or driverless trucks on the road. Even those that may claim this um, still have a driver typically behind the wheel, even in the testing environment. Let's face the fact, people aren't ready, nor is the technology ready for truly driverless trucks. The technology that we're really talking about today is known as ADOS, or Advanced Driver Assistance Systems. Keyword there, assistance. The other keyword, of course, is driver. These are technologies designed to help assist the driver in certain situations and not to replace the driver. You know, fleets have indicated reductions in crash rates and associated costs due to the addition of stability control and collision mitigation technologies to their trucks. For example, one fleet using our fusion technology has seen a reduction of 90% in the costs associated with truck rear-end collisions. And you know, you don't typically save money in crashes without reducing the number of crashes. So this is one of the testaments to the value of the technology working along with good safe drivers. I know there's some regulations coming up that drivers should be aware of. Can you talk a little bit about some of them? Absolutely. You know, a couple of items came up in the infrastructure bill, which is better known as the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. We mentioned one in our last call that I'm particularly interested in, and that's the study of commercial motor vehicle crash causation. You know, back in 2006, gosh, that seems so long ago, um, the um, 
uh, DOT came out with a study of commercial motor vehicle crash causation, and it was really useful in helping to better understand all the factors involved in truck crashes. Now, this planned study should yield information that can help policymakers, regulators, and law enforcement identify the activities and other measures that are likely to lead to reductions in the frequency of crashes involving motor vehicles, the severity of those crashes, and of course, fatalities and injuries. So in the future, we're probably going to see some good quantitative answers around your earlier questions of what is causing these increases in crashes. Also important, especially from the driver assistance side, Congress has instructed NHTSA to develop and implement a regulation to require autonomous emergency braking on tractor trailers and motor coaches within two years. These are going to be class seven and eight vehicles because NHTSA is also supposed to study class three to six vehicles. Now, some keys here. First, a lot of the OEMs are already making autonomous emergency braking, which we're, we call collision mitigation, already standard on their vehicles. So this will help clarify minimum performance standards for these systems and may help determine if really a radar only or a multi-sensor approach is best used. Now, I favor the multi-sensor approach, and yes, Bendix does um, have that approach with our Fusion, a camera, and radar working together, and other OEMs are actually heading down the path as well. But when you think about it, more information into the system coming from more different sensors can help the system figure out what's going on faster and alert and help the driver in more situations. Now, also apprenticeship programs for 18 to 21 year olds. This is something the industry has really been pushing for um, and we're gonna see those happen. So, um, and then lastly, one that did come up, underride protection. They're gonna improve underride protection for the back of the trailer and really take a look at what's happening with side underride guards and their potential application in the future. So hopefully, Denise, the four T's we discussed, technique, training, tactics, and technology, will help get some of the rising crash weights we've been seeing start heading the other way. However, only the fifth T, time, will tell. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director of Demo, Sales, and Service Training at Bendix, about what the large crash data means for drivers. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Truck Talk, Fred, and I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode to hear what you think can be done to mitigate crashes. Thanks, Denise. Looking forward to our next meeting. Subscribe to Truck Talk with Bendix on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. To learn more about Bendix products, visit knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge-doc.com. You'll find an archive of previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini. Thanks for listening to Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.